Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, I'm going to be talking about a bunch of brand new stuff. I've been away for a couple of weeks. I took a little bit of a sabbatical uh, from the podcast. Just something that I've realised I need, but... You know what? I'm about to say it. I don't care. You don't care about that. Let's get straight into the topics. The topics are going to be the newest anime that's out at the moment. Amazing stuff, including Jujutsu Kaisen, Zom 100, Bleach. We're talking uh, talking about how Oppenheimer is overrated. What? We're going to be talking about me driving a rental car from one side of the country to the other. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. We're going to be talking about uh, family and amazingness behind it, and talking, of course, about the absolute shambolic nature of the transfer market that's going on right now. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. in the football career so for those of you who are interested in any of those topics stick around we're going to be talking about them we're going to be starting off with of course the anime industry but before we get into the anime stuff i do want to say for all of those out there it doesn't matter how much you love something as much as i love the podcast something i've realized as well for me personally is that if i'm doing work no matter how much i love my job or the podcast i do need to make take breaks throughout the year uh, it is unsustainable to consistently do it every single week for the entire year 52 weeks out of the year the same with doing your job for seven months in a row like i have i've realized one of the biggest mistakes i've made this year is that i work i've worked seven months in a row without taking any holiday That is a bad idea. Uh, come October when I do go abroad, I'm probably going to be exhausted. So, yeah, there is going to be that. So, first message for those listening, take breaks. Make sure that you're uh, getting yourself mentally back into things. And don't do what I've done and become mentally exhausted after a while. So, start the message for all those. Mental health check for everybody out there. So, Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> I got obsessed with season two recently. Um, I watched like the first episode of season two after finishing season one. And season one, the ending was, you know, a little bit meh, it was a little bit wet. And then they got into season two and you got to meet some of the new characters. For those who've not wet watched any of Jujutsu Kaisen, it's a story about sorcerers in the world of Japan uh, and the their battle against curses or demons or what monsters, whatever you want to call them. And curses are created from the negative energy of human beings and you've got non-sorcerers which are just normal humans and you've got sorcerers and in this case jujitsu sorcerers are trained at the jujitsu kaizen school and 
it is all about the story as the main character is Itadori and Itadori can manage somehow magically gets the Sukuna fingers and has these magical abilities where he's able to do physical prowess stuff and his sports coach loves him and you may have seen me put that meme in there before about him and his sports coach going Itadori my boy <laughs> coming in and go your physical prowess is beyond beyond my my team my sweet vodka oh, coach mcgurk you fucksack what do you want this time huh itadori what your clear gifts of physical prowess are wasted in the spooky little flip-flop grilled cheese bullshit club join the sports club my sweet little tender sausage do it and it's the, probably one of the best dubs slash a bridge series that I've ever seen in, in these. And they just get better and better. And that's one of my favorite things about the anime industry is that it created stuff as Dragon Ball Z abridged and Yu-Gi-Oh abridged, which for those who've listened to the podcast for a long time, you know for a fact I'm a massive fan of and will always think they were the OG YouTube creators. So Jitsu Kaizen, that's the, that's the overview. And season two covers... Uh, the prep, like the prequel to the season one, uh, with Gato and Gojo. Gato and Gojo being best friends from school, and Gato eventually turning into one of the bad guys. And it's just this beautiful beginning to understanding how somebody can go from being the good guy in a story and go turning into the villain, and you just really relate to him on such a level. And there's this one scene which I'll probably cut to in in a minute that's getting played all over the internet at the moment from Jujutsu Kaisen. And it's Gato talking about how he's doing the same thing over and over again. And in his case, he's like, exercise a curse, consume the curse, rinse, repeat, rinse, go to go to bed, wake up, rinse, repeat. その繰り返しみんなは知らない呪霊の味土砂物を処理した雑巾を丸呑みしているような。あの日から自分に言い聞かせている周知の醜悪。知った上で私は術師として人々を救う選択をしてきたはずだ。術師としての責任を果たせ
you know, ingrained into the dark side. And it's the same with Gator. I think actually Gator is a little bit more relatable to people, even more, because he no longer sees his best friend. His best friend becomes the most powerful jujitsu sorcerer, who's Gojo, who's like the coolest guy ever, by the way. He's my favorite character. He's the cool, he's the funniest character. He's the silliest character. He's also the most powerful OP character in the entire show. And I love him to death. He's brilliant. <laughs> So annoying. It's way too hot out here for your nonsense, Itadori. Fushiguro is getting hit on! Formation B! Roger that! Fushiguro, no! Who is this woman, Fushiguro? And yeah, huh? it pissed me off. Especially his lack of tact about it. And that irritating guy stopped my sale to the Zenin clan in order to get financial aid from Jujutsu High to support us both. You? Seriously, you two? Could you please take your hands off them, you homewreckers? Megumi has violin practice with me now. Let's get you back home, Megumi, so you can warm up. Today, I think we'll try something new, and I'll have you master Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It's okay, don't mind them. The station's straight ahead. Just go that way. Thank you so much. Huh? Okay, seriously, what's up? You three are totally embarrassing me. Stop doing that! <laughs> He's so cool, and the way he interacts with everybody in the show is brilliant. He takes the piss out of people. He's just like, these people are all weak. I'm the strongest in the show. Just like, no holds barred. It'll all be fine. I mean, really. You're kind of weak. <laughs> he just tells everyone what he's thinking the entire time but he also it's a lonely world for him because he no longer had his best friend after this um, end of those five episodes that revolve around the prequels of Jujutsu Kaisen it's just a beautiful understanding of what true friendship was and this sad deterioration of your of Gato's mental health which would eventually get into the point where Gojo watched his friend walk away from the Jujutsu sorcerers and become a curse user and become one of the villains of the arc and it's just and then that leads into the Jujutsu uh, Kaizen movie which we then see what happens afterwards later down the line when he becomes just like this full-fledged villain and leader of these these cults and it's just a fascinating story to see how somebody with good intentions actually becomes the bad guy in this series. And it's not even necessarily like he's doing it for bad reasons. You see he eventually kills a village full of people, but then you see why he did it. Because you just see in the original series, it's like man kills 112 people. You're like... Ah, yes, this guy's a bad guy. <laughs> and then you realize he did it because the villagers had caged two jujitsu sorcerers, two like little, little kids, like six and seven year olds, just because they were sorcerers for no other reason. They were treating them so badly, telling them to, you know, they, putting them in the corner. And you, if I, you know, put a clip up. <laughs> それを否定する君。どちらを本音にするのかは君がこれから選択するんだよ。なんで？いや！ 
you'll understand and he just sees that and that's like the last straw he snaps and he just blows up the entire village and saves those two kids so it's just a, a real thing that that i love seeing a series like Jujutsu Kaisen where you just relate so much not just to the good guys but to the bad guys as well like that's crazy I love it I love it so much it's so good it's so good <laughs> when when people make series like that where you relate to the characters to that on such a level it's not done very often like that level of writing is so magnifique it's just when I see it, I've got to talk about it. And for those who are listening or watching, please go out there, go watch it for yourself. I promise you this, you will blitz through it. You'll blitz through the first season, get through the second season, and you'll be wanting more afterwards. And in two weeks' time, we get the new arc to the series as well. So incredible. And there's so much anime going on right now. We're getting a release on Saturdays for Bleach. We're getting Zom 100 on Sundays. And then we're getting, back in two weeks' time, Jujutsu Kaisen on Thursdays. If you're a fan of anime, you're going to be given bang, 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 bang all over again. Just like, kill it. So speaking of which, Zom 100 I want to give a massive shout out for. Because it's not just the normal, uh, you know, zombie series again this is a series based off somebody struggling with his mental health because he's doing a nine-to-five job that's abusing him and you can you for, for those who know of japan and know of the, the culture out there and this could also be related to those of you from the usa uh is that people take advantage of you they take advantage of your kindness and you they will work you to the bone you won't get promoted you won't get paid more and they will just put you into this constant uh, three years later and you've you're still working at that job and they're still taking advantage of you and that's how the premise of this show starts for this character and he then gets to quit his job because the zombie apocalypse happens and it's the best day of his life because he realizes how much time he's wasted and the whole premise of the show is that he's going to accomplish all the things on his bucket list before um, he gets eaten by zombies good morning my name is Akira Tendo. After landing a job at a company I've dreamed about working for, I was bursting with all sorts of hopes, dreams, and ambitions. But... Talk to me again when you start pissing blood. Another day, another ulcer, am I right? Don't come crying to me for everything! Why can't you just figure it out on your own? Oh... They must be... one of those... exploitative corporations. What plucked me out of that life was... Huh? Zombies? Zombies?! What do I do? What do I do?! If this keeps up, I'm gonna be late for work! Wait... Does this mean that starting today, I don't have to go to work anymore?! How did someone like him survive this long? From now on, consider me along for the ride. My name is Beatrix Amahausa. I'm just so happy to finally have a day off of work! Confess to the girl I loved, loaf around and drink beer all day, ride a motorcycle with my best bud. 100 things I want to do before I become a zombie. And it's brilliant. It's this light-hearted, amazing show. 
about a guy rediscovering his best friend, going out into the world, trying to do things. One of the ideas is that he goes and tries to buy a flat flat screen TV, or he just spends a day in his apartment doing nothing and watching television. It's all of these little things in life that I've talked about before, which you really appreciate, and you, you forget. You forget, like, when you were a kid, the idea of just taking a day to just play video games all day was the best day ever. And you'd have ice cream, and you'd have sweets, and you'd be like, oh my god, it's the best day ever! It's like, this is so cool! And it's, this is what we, we've lost as adults. And I think these this is why these shows are so important, because it needs to be a reminder to everybody out there in their 20s and 30s. Don't lose that inner child. Don't lose the person who you once were. And all those things you promised yourself you wanted to do when you were younger, go do them because God damn it, no one else is going to do them for you. And no one else is going to tell you to do them apart from myself. <laughs> and no one else is going to want you to accomplish them either. No one's going to want you to be happy. No one's going to, everyone else wants to be on the same level. This idea in life of everybody being, you know, if, if I'm suffering, you're suffering with me, God damn it. That, that, that's the mindset of uh, a lot of the older generation and also of uh, people who struggle. And so, in, in all honesty, I think, no, I want you to be successful. And I want you to be happy. And I want the world to be that way. Because if we start to think like that, one person at a time, the world becomes a better place. And I will forever be an optimist. I will never be a cynic. And this is why I love watching these shows, because it makes me remind me that, oh, damn, I, this it's so much harder to be good than it is to be evil. It's so much easier to just let go and become like Gato and fall down the, the, the sort of like corridor of darkness that could be become your life. It could become your life. So Zom 100 go watch that as well there's only four episodes out at the moment they're only 20 minutes long each that is gone like that boom 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 20 minute sessions you will not like i i see these things on the internet of people aren't able to concentrate on a two hour long film that's fair enough i understand that sometimes you're not willing to take the risk to invest two hours but 20 minutes is nothing come on 20 minutes to to watch to try a series to to go have a look Please. Finally, for the anime section of this podcast, Bleach. Dear Lord, they have done it. They've made oh, the coolest episode. I don't know if I talked about this previously in the podcast, but they released Shinji's Bankai. Bankai. Sakashima Yokoshima Hapo And out of all of the bankets, apart from Rukia's, which we'll talk about in a second for those that, that got literally released as of recording today, uh, the bankais that I've seen, that the two, two coolest are Rukia's and Shinji's. Not to downplay Captain uh, of Squad Number 9, who's got the cool fists, and the captain of squad three who's got the amazing violin playing of music that that was so cool to watch visually
本日第一の演目シードリフトいいねプロメテウスバカだこんなものはまやかしだ But Shinji of Squad 5 has the coolest manipulation of time. And when he summoned his bankai, where he gets engulfed by almost like a, a flower,、um, and all of the soldiers around him they turn on each other and they don't realize they're doing it. And it's this cool illusion bankai that was so cool to see, where each time、uh, he would activate it. The enemy turn on each other. So, enemy becomes foe, and foe, you know, friend and foe becomes enemy. And he can activate it whenever there's more than one enemy. So, if he's activating it against just the one enemy, it doesn't do anything. But if he does it against multiple, it's like super effective. So, he uses his Shikai, which is also an illusion. And I think it got the best depiction I've ever seen where everything around you just changes like up is down, down is up, left is right, right is left. <laughs> And it's just amazing. I feel like he was a little bit fucked over in terms of how the enemy he was fighting just immediately just went, Nah, I'm just going to shoot bolts of lightning everywhere and just get rid of you. And like 10 seconds later, just by activating the Quincy equivalent of a bankai. But I was just like, Yeah, that's a pretty bad way to go. But, you know. Captain of Squad 7 comes in, Mr. Doggy, as the bad, <laughs> as the Quincy's called him, and he killed it. And it was the coolest thing to, to see、uh, Captain Kamurumura、uh, come in and no longer be a dog, like a, a wolf. He was like in human form and he sacrificed his heart to be an immortal、uh, samurai warrior and destroy the Quincy. It was so cool. So、uh, those are like. Three episodes within the space of the last three weeks. If you haven't gone watch them, dear God, you're missing out the level of detail and the artwork, the bankais that are being released, the battles that are being fought. It was as not today with Rukia, and Rukia released probably the coolest technique I've ever seen, where everything she touches basically goes to frozen and it's like negative 200 degrees Celsius. Or 200 degrees Fahrenheit, you know, just negative. And it, like, her body itself、um, is frozen as well. So she's like almost, as she says in the show, she's dead already.、Um, and she has to use her,、um, I can't remember what it was, some sort of magic to be able to keep herself alive. But it was just visually speaking, probably the most beautiful bunkai I've ever seen. Bunkai. Hakka no togame. I know I've said bunker multiple times. I'm probably going to edit it, edit in each one of those bunkers in just because it's so much fun.、Uh, but yes, that's the end of the anime section of this podcast.、Uh, so much to talk about there. So much for you to go watch. So much to, for, for you to, to 
go and travel out on yourself and, and realize like, oh my God, there's so much out in, in the world of anime right now. And it's all so high quality. So that's, that's something to keep in mind is that you are just treated by MAPPA and other studios at the moment who are working 24 seven, 365. And we need to accredit how incredible those animators are, how incredible those backroom staff are, how incredible those companies are. They are killing it. And if they aren't getting the credit they deserve they should be moving on yes i did say it earlier oppenheimer is over overrated personally i think it's a little bit over like because of the barbie oppenheimer in press release which i took advantage of as well i loved i loved it like both of it as i spoke about in a previous podcast but when i actually went and saw the film i was kind of disappointed in comparison to interstellar um tenet uh, to any of the Batman films by Christopher Nolan. This one's a little bit of a boring one, if I'm honest. Uh, the whole revolving around, it's kind of hypocritical as well. A lot of the scientists saying that they'll design the nuclear bomb, but they don't want it to be blown, to be used in the end. I just, a lot of the, the sort of story just felt a little bit clunky in some areas. Uh, I don't understand why it's getting such rave reviews because unless you're just focusing on cinematography but even the cinematography isn't as good as you'd think um i do love the the use of albert einstein in there but again i don't actually think it's as good as most people think it is um i think the film has been overhyped by its marketing and when you actually go see the film you probably won't be as excited um about it by the end of it after two or three hours or however long it was um yeah depressing i know you can go watch it make your own mind up but for me personally no talking something else something interesting for you the, the listener the viewer we all struggle with social media we all struggle with um looking at our phones too much but i have found something that's really worked for me this week that's affected my mindset really positively and what i've done is during the week i just uninstall instagram now, Instagram is the one that I use the most. Uh, just scrolling and reels and, you know, when you get into that mindless scroll mode, that's that's me. That's what I'm doing sometimes. And so I just uninstalled it during the week and it was a really positive aspect. The only reason I, I would access it via my laptop and I didn't access it that much. I realized that I only accessed it on my phone because of the ease of access. And I realized as well that I was just, it, there wasn't, you know, the, the positive feedback loop, the dopamine hit. And I realized that, yeah, I just need to uninstall it during the week and I'll just save myself this mindless, unthoughtful mindset of just going through my phone and scrolling through reels and just losing time. So something there for you to think about uh, is, is that, yeah, sometimes we can lose ourselves in social media. I don't actually think it's that positive. I also realized for me personally as well, I would much rather put more effort into uh, being on YouTube and fo focusing in on YouTube than on Instagram. I don't actually care that much about the people I follow or the people who follow me. Um, it's, it, it's like I put a few photos up there, like, once like probably three or four times a year that's about it so it's not something that's super important to me either and that's for all social media platforms the only one i really care about is youtube everything else from for all i care can fall apart you know it's it's that to me like i think youtube is raw personality that's what 
YouTube is. It is nothing but personality. And sometimes it's fake personality, don't get me wrong. But that's what I love about podcasting and love about what YouTube's become now in terms of if you're going to fake it, people are going to realize real quick. But if you're being yourself, that's what YouTube's about. And that's why you'll see people who become successful in YouTube is because of who they are rather than who they're pretending to be. And that can become a real conflict is that if you look at Instagram, if you look at some of the social media apps like Twitter as well, it's a little bit fake. I say a little bit, a lot of it's fake. People are pretending to be people who they would like to be rather than who they are. Um, And that's something I've never tried to pretend to be. Like with Instagram, yes, I'll post stuff when I go abroad and I have posted about running like every single weekend for a long time. And that's you know that's it that's all i use it for and really i should just evacuate to strava and just go over there and just be like right i'm just gonna post over to you for the running side of things um and that probably would be more effective because it would a bit be a different audience but you see what i mean you these sort of things as soon as you realize how meaningless a lot of that is you realize like oh yeah i don't need to have this app on my phone during the work week um, on the weekend, I can look at it, but like even then, it's, it's still a waste of my time. So there, yes, there's that. Action. <laughs> After a nice little drink there. Um, something that I want to talk about first is, as I said earlier, I drove from one side of the country to the other. That's a bit of an overestimate. But um, I drove from Newbury over to Wiltshire. Drove to, uh, I rented out a car, and it was probably one of the best experiences of my life. My life, that's an overstatement. Probably one of the best experiences of the past year or so in terms of getting my confidence into driving, realizing how much fun it is for me personally, how I've become somebody who can drive, who can do this thing that I've always feared, um, and it's actually become something I really enjoy, and I'm really looking forward to getting my own car. I'm also going to rent out cars regularly um, over the coming uh, year or so to keep myself fresh and to make sure that I'm keeping my myself alert because something that I've realized as well is that you can easily lose things if you don't practice them regularly. It's podcasting, anything, languages, um, fitness. It's, it's so easy to lose if you stop doing it. And what I did find is once I'd done 30 minutes of driving, all those nerves of the initial driving period just were gone like that. And it may have been expensive to rent out the car, but it was totally worth it. It was. It made me feel. It made me feel like an adult, you know. Fine, stand still. It's your first time, so I'll be gentle. Now relax as I reach deep inside you and grab hold of your essence. I need an adult. I am an adult. It's so silly when you make it sound like that, but I actually really enjoyed the fact that I could, I went to the petrol station for the first time and filled up the car and I drove all the way there and I drove all the way back and I was able to do little trips here and there and pick up family and take them to the house and do these little things. And for me, it's, you know, obviously at the age of 28, it's kind of, to most people, that's they're like, oh, that's so silly. I did that back when I was 16 and 17 and 18 and so on. But for me personally now, I'm driving the big boy cars. I'm driving the, the more expensive stuff, the stuff that I always wanted. That's the one reason why, I did, like, one of the reasons why I didn't drive is also because I didn't want to drive a crap car. What was the point? Like, it, it to me, you weren't, I wasn't going to take it seriously. If I see something I see valuable, then I'll take it seriously. And so there's that. Um, and I might sound a little bit like, you know, whatever. But I truly believe that if I believe in something, if I believe it's worth doing and 
it's I will invest time into it and it's been one of the best investments I've ever made and I think that's down to my driving instructor who created that confidence and also created a system for me to use where I am a careful driver but I'm also somebody who is looking out for other people and making sure that I'm uh, being defensive and being uh, thoughtful to others and I'm not pissing other people off on the road. <laughs> hey, that's an one. <laughs> So, yes, it also made me realise as well, you know, seeing family, get driving to places, driving to new places and changing up your life is really important and really effective in terms of um, you can get into that routine as I talked about earlier and hyping up and doing new things and doing different things like once every two weeks or once every other week uh, is really helpful for the mind to be stay fresh and stay healthy and for you to feel like a normal human being a functioning human being so that's something that I'm keeping in my mind making sure that I've got dates in the diary for like once every two weeks to do something new that's going to stimulate my brain and make sure that I'm pushing forward Finally, this is the last bit of the podcast uh, for football. So for those of you who aren't into football, thank you for listening so far. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for flying Taylor Airlines. Have a nice trip. I'm free. I'm free at last. I'm hitting the road. I'm off to see the world. I'm Bye-bye. <laughs> for those who stuck around for the football section of the podcast, as you know, Chelsea fan, Chelsea's transfer market, I think, has been effective very effective i've been so pleased to see what chelsea have done on the transfer market over the past uh, couple of months i'm so glad to see so many players go out the old guard of chelsea go out a lot of the players who have left w were not players i would keep at the club uh, to name a few pulisic loftus cheek uh, mason mount ha kai havertz koulibaly um, mendy like all of those players goodbye see ya salam Great prices for every single one of those players, brought in a lot of money, uh, and we're about to sign Moises Caicedo for 115 million as well. Way overpriced in my opinion, I don't think he should be worth that amount of money, personally. Uh, I wish Liverpool had signed him, but apparently he's very loyal to Chelsea and would rather sign for Chelsea, so that's fine, we'll, we'll buy him. But I think he's probably the most overpriced central defensive midfielder I've ever seen. Uh, Enzo Fernandez was overpriced in the first place as well for 105 million. It's crazy to think that our, like our pivot, our two midfielders, are going to be a grand total of 220 million pounds. And to me, that's just insanity in terms of pricing within the football market. I understand that inflation and everything's gone up and interest has gone up as well, and therefore you have to adjust to the market as well. But I think that um, the, the level of money being put into football, it's amazing, but it's also kind of scary to see that now these sort of players are being sold and bought for this price. Uh, especially when you see players uh, like... I think, who is it? Alise is going to be coming to Chelsea for something along the lines of 25 to 30 million. An amazing 21-year-old talent, and I would say 30 million is a perfect amount of money to spend on him. It's crazy to think that Lavia is being bought in for 50 million. Again, huge amount of money for a 19-year-old who's got one year in the Premier League and is now in the Championship. 
again, more players to talk about within the Chelsea squad of having Jack Nicholas Jackson, 30 million, fantastic price for a striker. He's been brought in and he's really effective. I, I think the market is all over the place. I would much prefer Chelsea to be um, much more uh, specific in what who they're trying to buy and spend a lot less money in terms of players because it also doesn't put the pressure on the player to become an immediate star within the squad and then it also doesn't build resentment throughout the rest of the squad in terms of contracts and money. So it would it would make more sense, but at the same time, I understand that star power and that Maurizio Pochettino wants a squad that is indestructible in terms of the future as well as now. So we've got an incredible squad that I actually think is going to do very well this season. They had a fantastic preseason, and it's going to be one of those uh, seasons where potentially we could make top six, and it could be a really solid season for Chelsea. And I'm really excited to watch uh, every Chelsea game. I'm even going to try and get to, up to Stamford Bridge this year. That's one of my new goals to to, to go and do and, and and really enjoy. As well as that, I I wanted to just give a little mention to Harry Kane as well, who's just joined Bayern Munich uh, from Tottenham Hotspurs. I actually wish him all the luck in the world. I think he deserves. A trophy. It's really fun to watch uh, him go from Tottenham, where he's got zero trophies but did an incredible service to the club, scoring 30 goals a season for like five seasons in a row, basically. And now going to Bayern Munich, where he's probably going to score 40 goals this season. He's going to have an incredible team around him. He's got Tuchel as manager, and he's going to definitely win the Bundesliga, and he has the potential to win the Champions League as well. So it's a win-win for him, and it's going to be an incredible thing to witness as a football fan, as a fan of him, as an England fan, and a fan of football in general. There's a lot of that going around this year. I'm so fascinated to see how the Premier League plays out, how some of these clubs like Brighton, who won 4-1 today, uh, obviously against Luton, so not a club that you should be you know, really raving about, but at the same time, it's really interesting to see some of how these clubs play out and who's scoring and how the tactics are being played and who's going to be copying City, who's going to be copying new tactics, who's going to be creating new ways to go forward. So, yeah. And that's the end. I know I've crammed a lot into that podcast right there. Uh, thank you so much if you made it all the way to the end here. You're a trooper. You're a soldier. Salute you. Uh, this is... <laughs> Uh, this has been a lot to talk about. I probably should have broken it up into uh, smaller chunks, but next week I'll have even more to talk about as well. This is why it's so important to take these two weeks breaks because then I'm always inspired by so many subjects uh, throughout that two-week break and it means the podcast has become much more energised, much uh, more interesting for you, the the listener, the, the, the viewer. So, this has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now. My toaster is moist. <laughs> That's such a stupid fucking name. Oh, <laughs>